Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad, Joel T. Coleman, here with you on a Wednesday morning. We are glad that you have joined us at supertalk.fm. Or wherever it is you're getting your podcast from, we appreciate anybody and everybody tuning in, especially our great servicemen and women out there taking care of us and our medical personnel here at home. I want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Excuse me, having some uh, issues. Some issues, evidently. You know what my issue mm. is? I need some ice cream. I need. I well, need. I need a Sunday. It's been too long. Well, this is a uh, movies rumblings day, so let me hit you with a quote here. Yeah. Don't you go dying on me. <laughs> <laughs> we get, we're off to a fantastic start here. Well, I got another. Um, I got another movie quote. Put that coffee down. Actually, don't put that coffee down. Go get you a coffee from our good friends over at Strange Brew. That makes me miss football. By the way, hearing you say that, it won't. It won't be long till we're we're, we're talking about who's a closer and who who doesn't get any coffee. Uh, yeah, don't forget though to go check them out. You can go back in there now, but of course, you know, and maintain your social distance, and you'll make it easier on yourself. Just stick to the drive-through, stick to the walk-up windows. They've got you taken care of there at Strange Brew. Don't forget, if you're shopping at College Corner, shop online, collegecornerstore.com, and right now you can save yourself a ton of money and get some great MSU gear all in one stop. All you've got to do is go to the website, collegecornerstore.com, search for gift cards, and you can get 30% off any gift card purchase. $100 in gift card, $70 purchase by you. Save yourself some money. Get yourself, get yourself some great new MSU gear. Check out all the cool stuff on the website. It's new. It's updated. It lets you see the whole selection they've got working there. Give them a look right now at collegecornerstore.com. Our friends at Advantage Business Systems want you to know they want you to buy local and be local, and nobody's more local than Advantage Business Systems. 45 years of experience here in the Magnolia State helping local businesses, helping Mississippi State, helping OCH here in Starkville, They've got you taken care of. If you're getting back to the office and you need to update your technology needs, they can do that. If you're trying to get your workers' remote uh, offices set up and you need to get them devices in their homes, they can do that. They can do just about anything that you need to keep your business running smoothly and surely in these uncertain times. That's If you're doing an ad these days, you have to put uncertain times in there. That's just a new rule. Yeah, yeah. I don't make the rules. I, I don't make policy here. Civilians do that. I am the enforcer of that policy. And so in these uncertain times, <laughs> Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. Call them at six I'm sorry, at eight four four. I always want to do local. Eight four four eight three three six two four five or visit them online at absms.com. Dot com. Who was that? What was that commercial? I'm trying to. I mean, I, you can hear it, right? Yeah, I can hear it, but I, I can't remember. Break it is. me off a piece of that fancy feast. I don't. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Experience. Experian.com. That's what it was. Experian.com. I can remember the dot com, but yeah. I couldn't remember what. Well, it's like a travel was. website, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Expedia or something. Expedia. 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 Well, is it Expedia or Experian? 
I don't remember. Is there an Experian? I don't. I don't know. I, the, see, I don't. Experian's not ringing any bells for me, but Expedia is. Let's see here. Experian.com. Check your free credit report. Nah, yeah. Nah, I think it is Expedia. I don't know. You out there listening, tweet us. Who is it? Yeah, somebody knows. <laughs> somebody knows. All right, let's move on into the rumblings brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. Don't forget to sign up at their Facebook page or, or like their Facebook page, facebook.com slash Welcome Home Beef. This Friday, they've got a live sale going on of some incredible American Wagyu beef, full-blooded, not a hybrid uh, breed, some of the most tender, melt-in-the-mouth steaks you can ever get your hands on. They are for sale at Welcome Home Beef. You will be the talk of the town. Everybody will be wondering what's on the... what's what, People in your neighborhood like, what is it? What does that smell? <laughs> is that what you do? Whenever, whenever the smell... When of- I smell meat, yes, that's my meat-smelling sound. <laughs> Kind of like Tim Taylor's. Yeah. yeah. Something like that, yeah. Everybody's got their own. That's mine. Yours could be different. Woo, it's mine. So if you come by my house when I'm cooking out and you get out of the car, you're like, woo, yeah. meat, meat, meat's happening right here. There you go. I'm down. We, we could do a contest out of this. Show us your meat face. What is your meat sound? <laughs> Winner gets a free steak. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, just tweet us a video. The video of you your making meat, your, meat your meat sound. sound. When you smell meat, what's the sound that you make? Best one gets a. Fr- you know what? I'll do it. Best one gets a free steak on me. I'll pay for it. You get one free ribeye. <laughs> Send me your meat face. Tag me and at, at Beef Home on Twitter. I want to see some meat faces. Or do, we, do you have to send the meat face, or do you have to make I, the, the, the meat, meat sound? The meat sound. Yeah, I want to hear your meat okay, sound. Okay, so we need like a three-second video here. Yeah, it doesn't have to be... Well, I mean, if your sound, if your sound it sounds is longer, quicker than that, I guess... If your sound's like... See, I wouldn't like that. That actually sounds like the cow mooing. So it does a little bit. probably not what I'd go with. Well, I don't know what you know. I don't know what people's meat sounds are. It's just instinct. It's just what, it com- is. what comes it out. It is. So check them out. Facebook.com <laughs> slash Welcome Home Beef. Call them. 662-418-2020. Don't call them with your meat sounds. They'll hang up thinking you're a prank caller. <laughs> Welcome Home Beef. <laughs> <laughs> Click. <laughs> People have been calling here all day making weird noises. <laughs> Just call them if you want to order the steaks, and then you can make the meat sound when it gets there. Show us your. Here, I can't wait to hear people's. What meat if you're? <laughs> it is. It is cinema day. Yeah. I was just thinking, like meat sound. What if it's like Forrest Gump sitting on the porch whenever the principal comes back out? You know. <laughs> <laughs> that's the meat. I sound. hope that's not anybody's meat sound. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, all right. We're going Hollywood with the rumblings today. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. That's, that was something. Uh, we got all your movie-related questions in. We appreciate everybody who sent a question in. We certainly appreciate it. We've got some good ones here today. Let me go ahead and give a disclaimer. There's a disclaimer coming. Y'all are about to find out how uncool Joel T is. Nah, they already knew. Yeah, they already did know. I, I thought there was more coming. No, there's, no, there's not more coming. It's just there's going to be a lot of deferring to you over the course of the next well, we'll see how 30 minutes or so. All right. Uh... Lynn McLaughlin has our first question. What's your favorite war movie? Uh, probably... Probably Saving Private Ryan. That's I'd, a fine choice. Yeah, I, I think that's what I'd go with. I'm going to go with the Civil War and go with Glory. 
I like that movie. That's a really, really good movie, in my opinion. Yeah. You're going to probably find out, too, that, like, Saving Private Ryan, you're going to be some Tom Hanks. Yeah, they, well, that's your mine. favorite actor. Yeah. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Uh, Philip Suckup wants to know, he met George Clooney in Jackson while he was filming Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Who is the most famous actor you have ever personally met? Most famous actor I've met. I'm trying to think if I've ever actually met an actor. <sighs> they filmed uh, Mississippi Burning, yeah. part of it at my elementary school, and they had a, a thing where you got to meet uh, Gene Hackman, but I was not a part of that. Like, they picked one person from each class, and I, I wasn't the one. Even though I was, like, the only one who knew he was Lex Luthor, which upset me. <laughs> I don't guess... I'm trying to think. I don't know if I've met an actor. I mean, I've seen actors. Like, yeah. I've mean, been in, been right there beside Morgan Freeman at Ole Miss yeah. a couple times. I, um, I was at South by Southwest a few years ago, and uh, they were doing a press... We were at a, a party, and they had some people showing up for, like, press stuff. So I, Bill Hader and Amy Schumer were there when they had just released that movie, like... Was it like the train wreck or something? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I mean, and I'm, then the guy who uh, Miles something or other, I can't remember his last name. He was the he was Doctor Reed Richards in that bomb Fantastic Four that came out, the one that was really really bad. Or like Michael B. Jordan was the Human Torch. Yeah, that that one. But I don't I I didn't meet them. Yeah, I don't I don't, know I don't think I've met I've ever, an actor. I don't think I have. If I have it, I I just don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, is there a movie that makes you tear up and cry every time you watch it? If so, what is it? Um, I'm trying to think. I'll tell you one that kind of gets to me. Okay. Uh, My Girl. My Girl's a good choice? It, it's... That kind of sucks to watch the, <laughs> the, the sad parts of that thing. Yeah. I think I'll go with that. That's one of the... That's a good choice. That's one of the more just kind of gut-wrenching things to see. Yeah. Um, I try to stay away from sad movies. I do, too. By Big and large, because I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to go through that. But that said, it's not a sad movie. But if, I, if you don't tear up at, at Rudy when, when at the end of that, for me, especially like when, when his dad realizes he's going to play for Notre Dame, that's, yeah. that's a like, eh, kind of moment for me. That wasn't a meat sound. That was my trying not to cry sound. <laughs> I'll tell you another one. I don't know that I about cry in it, but it, it is kind of an emotional gut punch a little bit. And mm-hmm. now I got a baby girl coming, so it may be even more. Oh god! So, but Bruce Willis saying, uh, "We win, Gracie," at the end of Armageddon. Yeah, and, like all that. It's just like now I'm thinking. Of, I can't. Oh, think, now I'm thinking about the Office. <laughs> it's like he cried at the end of Armageddon. Oh, it is though, man. To me, like yeah. I know that movie's kind of. It's very cheesy. Cheesy and stuff. But, but it's and Bruce Willis is good, though. So I don't have a problem with that. Uh, let's see here. Davy Jones, name your top, just straight up, name your top five movies. Ooh, I should have read that question ahead of time. Yeah, I feel that's tough. Um, I'm putting, top of my head, number one, I'm, I'm going to put Forrest Gump. Okay. Man, I don't even know how I would fill that out. Is that all you got? All right, for me, um, I mean, I'd put The Dark Knight on there. Godfather 1 and 2, The Dark Knight, The Empire Strikes Back. <sighs> and then, like, number five could be, like, 20 different movies, to be totally honest with you. Um, I mean, there, there are so many movies that if they're just on, I will watch. Um
Maybe Pulp Fiction could be on there. Good one. Um, I, I, to me, Forrest Gump and, and Dark Knight are one two. Mm-hmm. I, for me, I, I my three on down. Mm-hmm. It just depends on the day you ask me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Braveheart. Even though I know it's yeah. really wildly historically inaccurate, it's still really good. Um, I love the Lord of the Rings movies. So, all right. Uh, I mean, and I could have gone with either the other. I could have gone with Return of the Jedi too. So I'm fixing to tell you how big of an idiot I. am. Maybe this means I am cool because I don't. I don't know if you consider Lord of the Rings nerdy at all. But if you do, then maybe you think I'm cool with this. But I had no idea when that movie, the most recent, you know, trilogy or yeah. whatever, when it came out, had no idea it was a trilogy. Didn't know. You didn't know it was about the books? No, had no idea. Didn't oh. even know there was Lord of the Rings. Oh my books. gosh! Yeah. Which granted, I, I when did it come out like 2002. I mean, I was like, the books? No, oh. the movie. Uh, yeah, something like that, yeah. I mean, so I'm like 15, 16. Yeah. I hadn't read the books. Okay. But anyway, uh, my buddy was like, hey, let's go see Lord of the Rings. And I'm like, that ain't really my thing, but I'll go. Mm-hmm. Had no idea it was a trilogy. So it gets to the end, and it's... You're like, what the I'm hell's like, happening? What in the name of sense did you just drag me to? Yeah. I mean, now I love them, because I, I learned yeah. pretty soon after that there's more coming, and I mean, yeah, I, I, I like the Lord of the Rings trilogy <laughs> They walk now, out the door to Rivendell, and that, you're like... Okay. Yeah. Like you're looking at your watch. Like there's no way they can make it to Mordor in, <laughs> in, in ten minutes here. I mean, they're they gonna wrap all this up in ten minutes. There was a conversation <laughs> on the way home in which I finally discovered that oh, okay, I, I kind of there's put more the coming yeah. together. But there was a moment at the end of the yeah. first one where I thought this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. So just walking out the door. So now I've watched them countless times. But this I have sort of a similar story for one of my favorite movies, Heat. You ever yeah. seen Heat? So I'm old enough that I that we rented that on video on VHS, and I I I, I when they watch my group of friends watched it. The guy I was living with my roommate and a couple other people watched it. I wasn't there, so I the next morning I just sit down to watch it, and the tape ends right after the diner scene, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> what? Hey, that's the end of the movie? <laughs> and then I found out there was a second tape. I had no idea. And I was like, oh my God, there's another tape to watch. Okay. Okay, now. And finally, I got it. All right. I love Heat. That's a great, great movie. Uh, Justin Strawn, 6.57 a.m. Boy, sleeping late like that. Uh, if you were forced to pick one and only one, what's your favorite movie in the MCU? Favorite moment in the MCU? Moment? Yeah. I don't know. You're more of an MCU guy than I am, really. Uh, for me, it's uh, when Thor arrives in Wakanda uh, in, in Infinity War. That's just completely badass to me. I mean, the, the cheap answer is like when everybody comes back at the end to end game. Mm-hmm. But to me, that, that that's the. I'm just like, I was in my seat like, yeah! like I knew yeah. it wasn't going to end well. Th- there's, but, there's still a bunch of the, the MCU things I haven't even seen. Oh, yeah. So. They're all good. Uh, what movie do you, what's a movie you love? That a lot of people might not be familiar with. Mine is Clue. Ooh. <sighs> for Love of the Game, is that pretty... I don't know how obscure that is. Is that not obscure? Because I really like For Love of the Game. Yeah. Um, I'll try and think of another one. You, I think you if, if you said, hey, do you like that Costner baseball movie, that wouldn't be the first one people go to. Yeah, not that's for sure. Uh, I love Searching for Bobby Fischer. You ever seen that? I've never seen it, but I've it, that's a really weird movie. It. I like chess too. I like to play chess, uh, so I, I think that's a very interesting movie. 
So you want you, one last try here? Okay. Keep it rolling. What's your preferred Star Trek captain? Shatner, Chris Pine, Chris Shatner's Kirk, Chris Pine's Kirk, or Jean-Luc Picard? Again, not having a ton of knowledge of it, Shatner's the one that I, I just Shatner. associate it's with just, it. Yeah, so that, I'm going Shatner. Guy. He's the guy there, for sure. What's the most underrated and overrated sports movie? What's the most underrated sports movie? Underrated. Um, my overrated, you might throw your computer at me. Why don't you go that first? Field of Dreams. Ah, God, disagree, but... I mean, I really disagree, but... See, I'm not. I'm not a huge. You've heard me say this before. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Field of Dreams. I mean, I, I'll watch it, and I don't think it just stinks. But as much as you love baseball, that you don't like Field of Dreams is I, really odd. Me saying I don't. I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm saying it's overrated. Saying it's overrated is odd. You know, that that is the the, the quintessential baseball movie. Um, mm. it, it ties in everything good and great about America and baseball to me. I just I don't like it. it just, for me, it just doesn't. All right. There, there's a ton of other baseball movies I've all ever right, watched. All now. right, Most underrated is it baseball or sports? Sports. Underrated sports movies. Um, I'm trying to think of one that everybody thinks stinks that I like. Yeah. I like Little Big League, but I don't know that anybody thinks it stinks. Yeah, but uh, that, that's a, when people think about like movies with kids and baseball, they always think a Rookie of the Year. Yeah, and Little Big League is much better. I, I mean, I don't have a problem with middle, Little Big League being your answer. Um, I like Mighty Ducks. If anybody yeah, thinks it stinks, I, I think that's properly rated. Um, is Miracle underrated? At maybe. I'm going a little big league. I just I don't I don't think that there's a ton of. You're right when you think of kids and baseball. I mean, what do you think of? You think of rookie, rookie, of, the rookie of the year or Angels in the Outfield or something yeah. maybe. But I always like Angels in the Outfield too. Growing so up, your overrated was Field of Dreams. I don't think you're going to like my overrated either. What is it? Remember the Titans. You know, I'd love Remember the Titans, but I, I've talked to several people before that that don't it like is it. So historically inaccurate it is it kills me first off and Hay- hayden pantieri's character is so annoying the little <laughs> the little girl who knows everything about it, it's so annoying but not almost everything in that happened in that movie is untrue like gary pertier did not get crippled before the game um like the the, the uh the assistant coach that they they kept on didn't exist in real life um and then most importantly to me, then this is what I always say. They won the game on a reverse, a like 65-yard reverse. Like it's the last play of the game. You see the guy saying they're going to pass, get back. So everybody's, you know, you've got guys in the secondary and they got a come on. In real life they blew that team out. That team was yeah, well they they crushed them. Also evidently uh, Herman Boone, not really a nice guy. <laughs> Like it's Denzel in the movie, though, yeah. man. How can you not like? Yeah, I love Denzel, but if you go back and listen, watch the rewatch or listen to the rewatchables on Remember the Titans, yeah. they they clear a lot of this up. There's a lot of issues with. See, that. I guess I'm able. I almost don't view Remember the Titans as an actual historical representation. It says of based on a true story. I know that, but I I think I'm I'm very good at. Uh, here we are a week after wrestling rumblings. I'm good at just kind of talking myself through nah. stuff in my mind. And I can do that. Like, with Remember the Titans, yeah, I know that there's 
Hollywooded up stuff. Uh, it's but, way bad, in my opinion. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of that movie. I, mean, I think it's a fair take. Yeah. Uh, a couple people asked us about this. They made a movie about the Mississippi State beat. Who plays who? That's sort of like the whole. I mean, I can't do that. There's too many too many things going on. Mm. Other than to say, the Predator plays Steve Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> the only one with the dreads. I don't know. I'm just trying to see if anybody just automatically comes to mind for you. And the guy it, who played no. Bobby Baklava, Baklava on The Sopranos should play me. <laughs> uh, other than that, I don't know. Um, you know who should play you? I don't know what his name is. He's on 30 Rock, like the guy that is like super nice. You know what I'm talking about? No, I didn't watch 30 Rock. Okay. Oh, what is his name? I- I'll show you who I'm talking about after the show. Uh, I love I've been, going. I've to, been told before I look like Owen Wilson, but see, I don't. That was when too, I had my longer you're, you're hair, so, yeah, and he could pull off country, I think, too. So, uh, I love going to the movies, but my wife hates it. When I first got married, I always looked for people to go with. It's not easy when everyone has families of their own. I decided to go by to the movies by myself once and discovered I loved it. Are either of you fans of going to the movies by yourself? Yes, yes, yes. I haven't done it a ton, but yeah. back a uh, couple years ago, now now with two kids, we haven't done it. I don't guess, but. There were a couple times where I went to, after the kid was in bed, my wife went to bed, and I went to like the late showing over here by myself, yeah. and just sat there with a Coke and something to eat, it's and great. just like two people in the theater, and oh, it's fantastic. So, I used to go to superhero movies by myself, but now my oldest daughter really likes doing it, so we do that together, but I did not take her to see Joker, and I just went to see that by myself, and yeah, I saw the Dark Knight. Have I ever told my Dark Knight story? Mm-mm. So I went to see The Dark Knight by myself. It's like this week after it opened. Theater was still pretty packed. And I sit down, and then like this family comes in with like this little seven-year-old kid sitting next to me. And that little girl is blabbing. And I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not here for you today, child. You need to shut up. So I'm not, I don't say anything. And then the first scene when the Joker stuffs that grenade in the dude's mouth, mm-hmm. I look over at her, and her mouth is like, <gasps> and she didn't say a word the rest of the way. It's like, <laughs> Thank you, Joker. Appreciate that. Just another win for Heath Ledger. There you go. So, uh, Brian Shelby Beach has some uh, some quotes for us. <laughs> These are good. Give me a from from Smokey do, and the Bandit. Here we go and do uh uh yeah. Give me a Diablo sandwich and a Dr Pepper and make it fast. I'm in a. I can't say that. I wish I could. I'm in a hurry. <laughs> And then, my hat blew off, Daddy. I hope your damn head was in it. <laughs> Again, I can't say the whole thing. God, it's all good. So good. All right. Uh, where are we here? What? What's so funny over there? Just smoking the Bandit and uh. you reciting lines. <laughs> all right. Uncle Ruckus. Literally the worst person that ever lived. Uh... Desert Island movie. Doesn't have to be the best. Just has to be something you can watch endlessly. Ah, uh, Castaway's good. <laughs> On a desert island, no less. Uh, no, uh, I, really, I, I could probably watch... I'll say Dumb and Dumber, just because I can mindlessly watch that movie. That probably isn't a great thing to say just because but I, I don't know it puts me in a good mood keeps me in a good mood if I'm on a mm-hmm. deserted island just stuck forever I want something that's going to lighten the mood yeah I'll go Dumb and Dumber 
that's probably not a, a bad choice as a comedy to, to have something you can you can watch. Uh, so for that, what's to me? What's my favorite comedy? <sighs> probably old school. <laughs> that's my favorite comedy. If I had to, if I had to pick one, uh, the best Coen Brothers movie. No Country for Old Men, Big Lebowski, Oh Brother Where Art Thou. I always go with Oh Brother Where Art yeah, Thou I would. because of the connection I have to it. But I also really like that movie. It's set in Mississippi, too. So is that your choice? Yeah. I, it's slam I love dunk Lebowski, for me. though. Don't get me wrong. Best DiCaprio movie, The Revenant, The Departed, or Inception? Is that your favorite? Or is there one that's not on there? Titanic. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I think the only one of that list I even saw was, there, there's one on I saw Inception and I saw a Revenant. Okay. So uh, you haven't seen The Departed? Mm-mm. Oh, you gotta no. go watch The Departed, man. That's a fantastic movie. Is that your winner? No. I'm tempted to say Revenant was mine, but okay. I, don't, I don't know. The that, Wolf of Wall Street is my favorite is DiCaprio it? movie. Yeah, I, that movie made me laugh really hard. I love. Uh, I love profanity, as you know, and I have never heard of that. Is I think that's at the world record, like Guinness Cinema thing. Like that's the most profane movie ever. <laughs> Every other word out of everybody's mouth is a uh, is the f bomb. Love it. Plus Margot Robbie, so hot. Want to touch the hiney? So, uh, Rambo or Rocky? Ah, uh, Rocky for me. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, I love Rambo. I don't really even have to think about it. I love much. Rambo, but Rocky is, is is the choice here. Jude Landry wants my Star Wars movie rankings, the main nine films, plus Rogue One and Solo, if if you don't mind. Can you do this? The uh, To me, the I mean, we're, we're going by episode, right? We're not saying right. the order they came out. We're just going episode, whatever. Right. I mean, the prequels, all three of them. Just throw them at the back, with yeah. with the like episode one, two, and it's probably one, two, three. It may even be in that. Oh, that's not the order for it, me. I mean, it, let's see. Empire Strikes Back's the best. Okay, yeah, I agree. Um, New Hope, probably two. Okay, I like. Isn't that right? The second and that episode A New Hope, four. Yeah. I always call that Star Wars. Yeah. It's, um. I, I still I, I like the originals ahead of the the Disney versions, but I don't hate the Disney versions. So um, so I guess I'm going episode four. Is that right? No, I'm going episode five because that's Empire. Right. Um. Then episode four. Then six. Mm-hmm. Then probably seven, eight, nine. Then the prequels. So you have seen nine. Yes. Okay. I haven't seen nine. I tapped out. I'm not ever going to watch it. Uh, I actually may go seven, nine, eight, then the prequel. Okay. But anyway, you don't want to include Rogue One and Solo. I think I might like Rogue One better than any of the the three Disney in the actual. That I 100 agree with that. Thing. So I have Rogue One. I have. Rogue I haven't one. seen Solo though. Okay, I've seen Solo. I have Rogue One ahead of uh, A New Hope. I would say that it goes, uh, for me, it's Empire, Jedi, Rogue One, uh, New Hope, Star Wars. Um, and then I would go uh, 
Revenge of the Sith, Phantom Menace, uh, Force Awakens, uh, Last Jedi. Oh, okay. Uh, before Force Awakens, I'd put Solo. I, li- I actually like Solo. Um, so Solo, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Attack of the Clones is last. Attack of the Clones was so bad. Yeah. So, all right. There we go. We got through that. Uh, let's see here. Quentin Moran, better actor, Jack Nicholson or Nicolas Cage? Um, I'm going to go with Jack, Jack Nicholson, Nicholson on this yeah. one. Just, just me. Uh, Ryan Nelson, what was in the briefcase in Pulp Fiction? One of the great unanswerable questions of cinema. I've always thought it was like some ridiculous like piece of jewelry or something because it glows, you know. Yeah. But there's a lot of t- people who talk about that. Like, there's like some metaphorical meaning to it. that. He, that actually was uh, Marcellus Wallace's soul was in there. It's kind of like Undertaker's urn. Yeah, something, it was something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Um, so I don't know the answer to that question. So. What movie character's life would you most like to live? Ooh. Uh, be pretty cool to be Frank Dukes. Just be a just to be <laughs> That's a, a good certi- choice. Just be a certified really good choice there. Um, um Yeah, I think I'd like to be the baddest man on the planet and just be that Frank wouldn't, Dukes. That wouldn't be a bad choice then. Um, Which that's based on a true story too. Yeah, so it's, yeah, and it's also wildly inaccurate. According, to, <laughs> well, that's not even inaccurate. It's just it's just a bunch of lies. Basically, <laughs> Frank Dukes didn't do any of that stuff. Um, somebody I would like to be in a movie. I mean, other than Jordan Belfort, I wouldn't mind living. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind living the peak of his days. Um, I don't know the answer to that question. I wouldn't mind being Vito Corleone, being the the Godfather. I could, I could live with that, or Michael, for that matter. Rank these high school movies. Breakfast Club, Dazed and Confused, Ferris Bueller, and Sixteen Candles. Have you, uh, seen, you've seen all those? I've seen Ferris Bueller. Because this, this is a little bit out of ha- your, uh, haven't your seen, wheelhouse. I haven't seen most of them, but I've seen Ferris Bueller. There may, seen, there may have been another on that list. You've seen Dazed seen. and Confused? Yes, I've seen Dazed okay. and Confused. Uh, I'm going to rank... I'm going to go Bueller, Dazed and Confused, Breakfast Club, Sixteen Candles. I've seen parts of Breakfast Club and was not entertained. I love The Breakfast Club, but it's not as good as Ferris Bueller or Days and Confused. That's three really good movies. Sixteen Candles is the obvious. I was going to say I've heard movie. I've heard a lot of people say Sixteen Candles is just awful. Yeah, it's not awful, but it, it's definitely the, the weakest of this group. Okay, I'll, I'll as I said at the beginning of the rumblings, there's just going to be some stuff I defer to you. I will defer to your rankings here. All right, and then uh, last one here from Ryan. Your favorite quote from the snowman and from Little Enos in Smokey and the Bandit. I don't even know that I know the movie well enough. I can, I mean, you sit here and can quote right. the whole movie. Uh, my mind are easy. For, for uh, the snowman, it's, I don't think my dog bit you, mister, because Fred definitely don't like grease. That's a great, uh, that makes me laugh every time. Little Enos is a little harder, but, because uh, he's got, he, if if they would ever do a rewatchables of smoking the bandit the the, the, uh, the Dion Waiters Award for the heat check, Little Enos. I mean, he's the guy's in one scene. He and Big Enos one scene. But my, my favorite Little Enos line, I think it's a tie between I guess a a legend and out of work bum look a lot alike, Daddy, and I'd like to kick his ass just once. <laughs> How many times have you seen this movie? A hundred. Uh, it's always on. I bet I haven't. I bet I haven't watched it. In, I'll tell you right now. Over 
over ten years. Back in the in the day, if the Braves were playing, oh yeah, went, it was on a lot. And they went to rain delay. They played Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah, I mean, I, and they and they played a lot of times immediately yeah. following the game yeah. or whatever. I mean, so TB, I mean I've seen TBS it a ton, but was Andy Griffith three runs. NWA, Braves baseball, and Smokey and the Bandit. That's what that's what TBS was from like 1983 to 1990. I mean, you, you couldn't help but watch it. It's, uh, yeah, I've seen that movie a lot. So, <laughs> see, son, old legends never die; they just gain weight. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. When he says, I, "I laugh really hard every time," I like to kick his ass. See, just I, once. I don't know the movie well enough that I can sit here and quote. Like when you say these quotes, I'm like, "Yeah, I know, I can remember yeah. them being said," but I don't. Yeah. It's not as ingrained in my mind that I can just throw out favorite <laughs> quotes from certain characters. Yeah, I got you, Brian McDuff. Is there any twist ending that you truly saw coming? That I truly saw. I have one. I'll see if you coming. Got one. No, go ahead. Uh, I figured out in the village pretty early on that they were living in modern times and had somehow isolated themselves from society. It was really just sort of disappointing. Yeah. I didn't really care for the village. The village is sort of where I typed out, tapped out on M Night Shyamalan, Ding Dong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. Nothing's coming to mind. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's the funniest movie you've ever seen? We just sort of discussed that. Old school. I'm trying to, the, Hangover's pretty funny. The Hangover is really funny. I, I saw Dumb and Dumber at the theater, and I thought I was going to pass out when he's taking the dump. <laughs> that and when in, in the when he has the scene where he's like imagining, Jim Carrey's imagining the fight, and he starts speed bagging the dude, if you know what I'm saying. Mm. I, I, was, I was literally like holding onto my chair trying not to fall <laughs> out of it. It was really, really funny. <laughs> but yeah, Hangover. I think the Hangover may have been, and I was just in, whenever, whenever I watched it, it was just a good night. And, yeah. and, and anyway, watched it, and I was just in a good mood, and, and it was hilarious. And Oh, uh, the Hangover so. is really, really funny. Uh, and then what do you consider the best movie of all time? I think we've discussed it before. For you, it's Forrest Gump, right? Uh, for me, I think so. Forrest yeah. Gump, and for me, it's it's The Godfather. Missouri Dog says, is there any better portrayal of an overcommitted high school football coach than John Voight's portrayal of Bud Kilmer in Varsity Blues? It's pretty darn good. I mean, that's, that's, I feels like that's the gold standard. I'm trying to think just off the top of my head. Craig T. Nelson in, uh, in All the Right Moves is pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, none of else is just like popping into my head of, of people. Yeah, so what's the best football movie ever made? Is there an obvious one winner no. to you? Because I don't, I don't no, think there's, there's any that's obvious. I'm a I'm a pretty big fan of of the. Um, the I like the Friday Night Lights TV show, but the I'm, movie I'm is a pretty good. big fan of the movie. The, I had a, the only problem I had with the, the the I had two problems with the movie is because I, I read the book yeah before um, in the book they don't they in the, in real life they lost in the state semifinals they did not lose in the state championship game. Um, and they left out my favorite character. I guess not a character. My favorite person in the book was Jared McDougal, the big lineman. Yeah. I loved that, his story, because I was a lineman too. And they just left him out. And they moved Chavez from tight end to safety. It bothered me. <laughs> it's like, why, why couldn't he have been the tight end? I didn't get it. So that said, like, you know, the whole portrayal of Booby Miles is one of the great American. He was in the movie. I don't know if you know mm-hmm. that or not. Um, but yeah, Friday Night Lights is a good one. I like any given Sunday. I think it, it really portrayed the over the top 
nature of a lot of athletes. But I also thought that the football scenes were really, really good. You know, they 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 got a lot of good people in that movie too. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always heard I've always heard the funny stories like they wanted P Diddy to be uh, Willie Beeman, and they had him out there the first day and he couldn't throw a football. And like Oliver Stone was like, "Get him the hell out of here! Can't even throw the ball." <laughs> um, Rudy is I, I'm not a huge fan of Rudy, like the actual real Rudy, but the movie is good. Um, I love the Longest Yard, the original yeah. one. I don't, I don't I'm not talking about the one. Not with Adam talking Sandler. about the Adam Sandler. No, the real one. Burt Reynolds. Um, trying to think of anything else that just comes off the top of my head. You know, we mentioned Varsity Blues. I'm not a huge Varsity Blues fan, but it's good. So, I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I would say that it's... What's the, what's the one with Rick Moranis in it? The, the Little kids. Giants. Little Giants, yeah. Little Giants was a good movie. Yeah, I was going to say, that's one of my of Puerto Rico. Yeah. The thing about football is, like, there is no... that you, can, you can't really have... like With baseball, I feel like it really does center around... Uh, uh, Field of Dreams, maybe Major League, which I which has holes in it too. That's the one thing about sports movies is they get made by Hollywood types that don't really like sports. They really should have somebody like me or you on every like we're able to make a sports movie. Go get a sports fan who would like say that would never that would happen. never happen. Yeah, the whole like idea that that Jake Taylor oh will make the league minimum. You make like six figures, dude. Why are you why are you driving such a crappy car? And you've been in the majors all these. Years. I mean, you may have blown through all your money, but come on. Stuff like that just of course, this was in the eighties. The major league minimum may not have been. The it would have at least 80s. been at least eighty thousand dollars. I bet it was a hundred. I bet it was. I mean, I could look it up, but I'm just saying. Every sports movie has that. But the, what I was getting my point is, there is no football movie for that. Like basketball, I feel like there's a couple of choices. You know, Hoosiers. Maybe he got game. There's not one for football. There's there's so, there's just a bunch of, of good movies. I don't know. If there's like yeah. a truly great one. Yeah. All right. Dalton Lee, what's a movie you thought would be awful but was surprisingly better than you expected? Um, it's uh, I tell you when it comes to mind that when I went in, I had no expectations for it, and when I left the movie, I was like, man, that really made me think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kutcher was in uh, Butterfly Effect. That's a, that's a good choice. Yeah, I, I really like that. Could movie. not have had any expectations. Yeah, for that. and then I came out and I was like, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think. Because, like, I very rarely go to the movies. And so, like, if I'm, if I'm home watching, I, I, I don't know that I'd even turn on a movie I think is going to be bad. Like, I, I don't know. Um, is that, like, Ashton Kutcher's only movie that wasn't a comedy? Uh, he was in Steve Jobs, the Jobs movie. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what? It's a movie I, I didn't think it was going to be that good. We were talking about it the other day that it was your first date movie. It was Identity. Yeah. I like that movie. I think that's a, that's a good movie. Yeah. John Cusack, I should have known better. John Cusack, John Cusack doesn't really make bad movies. It is, he, he tends to be in good movies. Speaking of Ashton Kutcher, mm-hmm. I don't know whether this isn't a question, but mm-hmm. he's in some randomly really funny movies. Like, Just Married. Yeah. That's a really funny movie. Is it? Me. I've never seen it. Yeah. It's kind of sad, though, because it's got... Uh, he's in it with Brittany Murphy, who, of course, is no Pastor longer Ryan, with yeah. us. Yeah. Um, another one, He's Cameron Diaz, What Happens in Vegas, or yeah. whatever that... Pretty funny movie. So you like the rom coms, is what I'm a little bit. Okay. I, I guess I, you know, because I'm not, I'm not a big movie guy. I spend you, you all. Like Katie picked the movie. I literally spend a ton of my time watching Braves, like yeah. or, or baseball or sports or replay stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a humongous movie guy. So if Katie's sitting there watching a movie, a lot of times I watch it with him, and I have found myself to enjoy an Ashton Kutcher movie or two. Yeah. So yeah, I just saw it. I, I, just a coincidence. A friend of mine put something on Facebook that reminded me of maybe my, my, I got a new choice for funniest movie. 
Blazing Saddles. <laughs> Could never be remade these days. Although I would love to see like Seth Rogen as the uh, the Waco kid with Kevin Hart as as uh, as the sheriff. But th- it would be hilarious. <laughs> but it could not be done. All right, uh, Ford Polk wants to know what's the best B movie you've ever watched. I think Bloodsport is a B movie. If that's a blue, if that's a B movie, then that's, that's the, the that's hands the down answer. choice. Yeah, for me, I, it's definitely. I mean, no, there's no stars in that movie. The biggest star in the movie is Forrest Whitaker. Before the before Jean Claude Van Damme became Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, you know so. Uh, what movie, in your opinion, changed the landscape of cinema today? Who? This is maybe an odd one to say, but wouldn't Toy Story like one of the first that's Pixar a, that's, that's deal? Not a bad so I think I might go that made animation like that. sort of acceptable mainstream. Wasn't, wasn't that the first? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. I think that's, that's where I'll one. go. Uh, it's uh, the Godfather is like a really easy choice. I'm gonna go with the Dark Knight though. The Dark Knight made superhero movies cool. Like before that, it was they were always sort of campy and a little bit. The Dark Knight showed that you could make like a real movie out of a superhero story. Yeah. So it'll always bother me that Katie Holmes was one and done in that series. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. I wasn't a huge fan of her character anyway. So. Well, I wasn't either. But I hate whenever characters when stay out. and they change them out. That's why like they've it. never gone back to the Joker. I think because they know nobody can top what Heath Ledger. Ledger yeah. You know, and now they now they sort of did that with Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is tremendous, but I don't know. How I still haven't seen Joker. You're missing out. I'm missing out. What's your guilty pleasure movie? Mm. I don't know if I have one. Roadhouse. Really? I love Roadhouse. <laughs> I don't know if that's even a guilty pleasure. I think everybody likes it, but if it's on, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> so, define a guilty pleasure movie one that me. if people found out you liked it yeah that's why i gotta get, that's why i don't think it's a good example but people be like you like that movie okay well maybe it's my ashton kutcher yeah that's ro- what, that would be rom-coms yeah, maybe that's go. it there you go what's a movie you can quote every line mine's jaws dumb and dumber mm-hmm. i could i could do a whole lot of it okay that's a good choice obviously i can do Smokey and the bandit uh the dark knight is one i can do a lot of the godfather is one i can do a lot of if you had the opportunity, what surprise ending slash disappointing ending in a movie would you change, and what would you have done differently? What surprise ending would I have changed? Mm-hmm. What would I have done differently? Yeah. Um, I about went into Game of Thrones talk, but that's TV. That's yeah. That's, that's, that's <laughs> that right, is yeah. not cinema. Um. Uh, I got to do a better job of reading these questions, guys. I apologize because whenever I th- I'm scanning my brain, like, is there some glaring ending somewhere that I change? Mm-hmm. And nothing, nothing right now just pops in my head. Mm-hmm. So again, as always, I defer. Uh, <laughs> um, trying to think. I'm, I'm glad to know you don't know either. So, yeah, I mean, like, for the most part, I, I, there's not like a movie whose ending. The Blair Witch Project is like the movie who that I remember the ending being the most disappointed in the ending. Like, not getting to see the witch the whole time upset me. So, especially when I, I endured 90 minutes of basically going through motion sickness with the camera angles in that movie. Yeah. That was not exciting. Um, so, I didn't like the ending of that. Um, that. That's probably good enough for me. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Ryan Nelson, rank these coming to America characters. Reverend Brown, Saul, Clarence, and Randy Watson. You need to get your phone out because we need you to... Jump in on one of these here. 
All right, what am I doing? You just find his thing. You're going to you're gonna do one of Reverend Brown's servants here. I want you to do the top one. I'm going to rank the characters while Joel finds that. Reverend Brown is number one. I'm going to go uh, Randy Watson. Is two that boy good? Saul and then Clarence is last, even though I love Clarence. Joel Lewis, 157 years old. All right. am, I, am I looking for this question here? Yeah. What am I? Well, he sent it to me, but it, you're mentioned in it. Going back, going back, going About back. six hours ago. Okay. All right, here we go. Ranking these. Yeah, yeah. So pull that link up, and I want you to to, to read the uh, the the first sermon as from uh, the the, the sermon of Reverend Brown there. The now I want to that that no the second the other one the one above that the uh, pageant yeah I yeah, yeah, yeah 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 just just read it just well I mean read it like you were you were preaching <laughs> okay here we go pageant I feel good. I feel good because I know there's a God somewhere. There's a God somewhere. Turn around, ladies, for me, please. You know there's a God who sits on high and looks down low. Man cannot make it like this. Larry Flint, Hugh Hefner, they can take the picture, but they can't make it. Only God above, the Hugh Hefner on high, can make it for you. <laughs> it's not quite as, 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 as into it as I wanted you to be. It's still funny. I'd like to see you give that sermon one day. <laughs> Just... Only God above, the Hugh Hefner on high, can make it. <laughs> All right. Nomadic Dog wants to know, our fa- better Harrison Ford trilogy. So the first three Star Wars are Indiana Jones. I used to be 100% Star Wars, but I feel the saturation of Star Wars has turning the tide. I get what you're saying. I really do. But it's Star Wars. Nothing against the first three Indiana Joneses. They're fantastic. I was trying to find keep up with the questions here. What's the next question? But he replied to me. Didn't reply to you. Oh, okay. Well, that's why I didn't see it. Yeah. So, are you in agreement? I didn't really even hear the question, so sure. Better Harrison Ford trilogy. Star Wars or Indiana Jones? Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. It's not even a close one for me. Okay. Zach Carlisle, if you could be part of any movie. Oh, I left out a football movie. It just, just occurred to me. The program. Mm-hmm. Love the program. Uh, if you could be a part of any movie, even if it's just a face in the crowd, what movie would you choose? Just so you could say, yeah, I was in that movie. It could be an old movie or a new movie. Be really cool to have been in the Dark Knight somewhere. Yeah, but I think I'll go with my favorite. Why not, why not be Forrest Gump and just like be one of the random dudes but, in the running, background r- running with him? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I could have just been running. Yeah, as he grew the beard and you yeah, know, just got just started running. Uh, okay, okay. I would like to have been in a, I want to be like a comedy movie or something. I want to be one of the random frat members of At old, old school. school. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sitting next to Spanish and, and Weensy. You're sitting there like hold, holding the, uh, you know. Yeah. When he hits your lips, it's just so good. It's you so know, good. You're, you're sitting there holding. Yeah, the thing I'm, in I'm, his holding, mouth. I'm holding. I'm yeah. holding the uh, the funnel. There you go. You would totally have fit in old school. Like, yeah. That's oh, that's the movie that you should have been in. I I, I could have played uh, Vince Vaughn's part. <laughs> There's my wife over there. You see her? Huh? You see that? <laughs> Always smiling. Hi, honey. Judging, watching. Look at the baby. Look at the, the baby. baby. <laughs> Gil Manclang. Dodgeball. It's another good one. Dodgeball is a really funny movie. Yeah. Uh, Gil Manclang. Rank these Arnold Schwarzenegger action movies. We will rank them and I will do my Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. I will do it. The Terminator. Predator. Total Recall. Terminator 2. Judgment Day. True Lies. How are we ranking these? It's been so long since I've seen any of them. I'm going to do it. Number one is Predator. Yeah, I was going to say Predator is easy. Number one. Predator is. 
in my opinion, maybe the greatest action movie ever made. I love Predator. Then I'm probably going T2. T2 is number two. Uh, True Lies is fantastic. Mm, Plus it has maybe my favorite throwaway line of any that Bill Paxton has. And I can't say it on the air, but it's Ryan Nelson is, is, is nodding right now. He knows exactly what, what line I'm talking about. Let me put a little note to, to remind you what it is. <laughs> True lies. Um, I'm going to go Terminator and then total recall. Total recalls last. Yeah. I think predator is a huge gaping cliff between the, it and NT2. I love predator. John Jeffrey Nelson, the top three sports movies of all time. We're going to obviously differ on these. Top three sports movies mm-hmm. of all time. You're going to have Field of Dreams on your Field of Dreams. Hoosiers. I was going to... Hoosiers is, is definitely on there. And... I mean, while I'm not a humongous fan of it, I've got to agree with you that Field of Dreams is on there because I think for most people, yeah. it would be. And for me... And I, again, I don't... I don't hate it. Yeah. It's just, it's not my favorite. Right. I mean, I, I like The Natural a lot better than Field right, of right, Dreams. Right. I, I, I might go, The Natural is, is up it's there. A, it's up there. Um, I might go Rocky Four. That's the best Rocky to me. Yeah, but top three sports movie all time? That movie is great. I mean, personally, I like Major League better than Rocky Four. Ah, uh, no, not for me. I'm trying to think of something that just strikes me as yeah, it needs to be on the list. Maybe the Natural is ahead of Rocky Four. I don't know. Lot, lot of good choices. All right, uh, actor or actress you cannot stand. There's somebody who's like, I won't go see their movies. Um. I don't know if there's anybody I just cannot stand. I make fun of Keanu Reeves a lot in any movie he's ever been in. How dare you? Just uh, that guy's that guy's a national treasure. <laughs> Nobody stands out to me as just completely cannot cannot watch that movie if if they're in it. I don't have anybody like that. I don't guess. Okay, I, I don't like Michael Sarah. I, he's just so painfully awkward. It, I can't stand him. I just I, I don't like his movies by and large. I didn't like like Super Bad. Everybody likes that movie. I can't. I don't like Super Bad. I don't think it's good. Uh, How many movies is he in though? Like I, I can't think. He's of, in, he's uh, in a Beyond Super Bad. I'm struggling to think of even one more movie he's in. When I see him, I, he's in other movies. I, I, like I said, I can't think of him off the top of my head, but I don't know. What was, uh, who is this? Jason Neal Gaul. Who do you think the next big bad is going to be in the Marvel universe? That's a good question. You know, Thanos is obviously was was choice number one. The, the the two that come to mind, they've already done them, but they were done in those terrible Fantastic Four movies from the early two thousands, and that's Galactus and Doctor Doom. Great, great villains. They were completely crapped on. Uh, so I, I think you try to bring one of them back as you know, because especially Galactus is a real threat. Doctor Doom is sort of a you know he's he's sort of a threat on the same way Ultron was. He's like on that, that next tier down a little bit, but he's awesome. But Galactus is a could could destroy the world kind of threat. Who is the... I mean, I know we're, I'm skipping universes here. I'm going over to DC, but beyond the Joker, mm-hmm. who's the next 
humongous villain for Batman in your eye? Well, that's a good is question. That... We have we, that question's coming up actually. Just give me a second here. Okay. Uh, what was worse, Last Jedi or Rise of Skywalker? You've seen them both. Um. I think I didn't like I didn't like Rise of Skywalker. I think okay. that, I think that's the route I'd go. Okay. Uh, if you could pick one villain for the new Batman movie, who would it be? Okay, well, here so, we go. And you are no, the Batman expert. Nobody has a better selection of villains. He does. does. And you can, um, I like the Penguin, but he is, at the end of the day, the Penguin's just a mobster. Um, I like the Riddler, but his character lends itself to campiness a little bit. If you want to go dark and gritty, he's probably not the way to go. I love Scarecrow. I thought they did a good job with him in the Dark Knight movies. I thought that was good. I thought the same with, with Raz al Ghul. Um, so, you know, is there somebody that they're leaving out? The, the Killer Croc. <laughs> I don't like Killer Croc. Um, they had Black Mask in the movie that just came out, the uh, Harley Quinn, the Birds of Prey movie. I didn't see that movie, um, so I don't know if they killed him off or anything. But if he's still alive, Black Mask would be an interesting choice to me. You know, that's a good movie. That's a good villain for young Batman, too. Yeah. Um, if you if you really want to play the detective role for Batman, which you know you sh- which would be a, I think an interesting way to go with him. Deadshot. No, I would go uh, either Hush or Calendar Man. Those are the two I would go with. Yeah. But if you, I had to pick one, I think I'd pick Black Mask. Best. Did you like Bane? And uh, I did like Bane. I did. I did. I, I didn't have a, a problem with it, like you know getting away from the Venom idea. I didn't yeah. have a problem with that. I thought Tom Hardy was just really good. Uh, best wrestler performance in a movie? It's probably The Rock, something, because he's really good. Well, I mean, that, that's the thing, though. Like, The Rock is become an actor. Yeah. It's, I don't see him as a wrestler so much anymore. You know? Isn't, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of that movie. Cena and... Uh, Cena is in... And, uh, and the, the other... What's the guy's name? Is it Chris? Is Chris Pratt and Cena in the same movie? I don't know. No, not, Cena's in that movie I was just talking about, or not? Did not? Or and is, wasn't he in the movie with with Bill Hader and Amy Schumer? Wasn't he like Amy Schumer's ex ex boyfriend or something? I think that's right. If only we had a device. Isn't it a lot? Yes, I'm correct. Yes. Okay. I don't know. I, I like Cena and stuff. When yeah. he, even when he just pops in, like he pops in in uh, the movie that I'm trying to think of, like at the very end. Um, is it Daddy's home? Daddy's home. That's okay. what it is. Okay. It's got Will Ferrell, I think. Yeah, and, and Mark and, Wahlberg. And Mark Wahlberg. That's who I'm yeah. trying to think of, not Chris Pratt. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Cena's even little cameos that he does and stuff. To me, he cracks me up. Yeah. But I'm trying to think: is there anybody else? That, Hogan and as Thunderlips. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how could I ever forget? You know, it's it's surprising that Flair has never been in a movie. How how has nobody ever put Ric Flair in a movie? I don't know. The the answer, by the way, the the true answer is Roddy Piper and They Live. That's I mean, he's just fantastic. That's a great movie. Chris wants to know: Would you or I better portray Jack Nicholson in the movie A Few Good Men? I think I would need I, to be Nicholson, and you would be Tom Cruise's character. Yeah, you could. You're a very good impression guy anyway i like, can't do nicholson that well though yeah. you have a flexibility about you you're 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 a character okay i think you are well i appreciate that 
Like, I, honestly, I know that you do sports talk radio and stuff, but there, I don't know exactly what it would be, whether it's voice acting or something, but you could do some stuff like that to me. Well, if anybody's listening that has these opportunities, uh, Joel Coleman will go in my rep room as a reference. Because, I mean, even sitting here and, and we do, like, Smokey and the Bandit and stuff, I mean, you can become a character, and you, you're good at, like, just selling out to it. I don't know. I think you could be very good at, at that kind of stuff. If that happens, by the way, I'll be your agent. Yeah, you'll get 10%. I'm, I'm trying to help you. Uh, Brian McDuff, again, what is your favorite quote in Smokey and the Bandit overall? Um, I have... They're almost all from Buford T. Justice. <laughs> the The whole scene where he's he p- finds the guys on the side of the road, they call that an attention getter. That's, that scene is hilarious. Every time he talks to Junior... Ain't no way you're the product of my loins. I get home, I'm going to slap your mama right in the mouth. But the, the answer for me, and I don't know why, but it makes me like, what, what we got here? I, I'm, just, I'm trying to refresh my memory of them, and this yeah. one just made me crack up. What, what, what we got? The next to last one I think I'm pointing at. It, <laughs> That's a good one, yeah. That's that, a good one. That, one. that one makes me crack up. <laughs> That's a good one. But mine is at the end where... Uh, He's on the road. He's on the radio with Bandit, and he's like, and he's he says, and allow me to say, as the pursuee or as the pursu pursuer, you're the damnedest pursuee I ever pursued. <laughs> now that all the mutual bullshit is out of the way, <coughs> where the hell are you, you some bitch? Makes me laugh every time. <coughs> Excuse me. Ah. Got the, got the Rona here. I'm sitting here coughing. Uh, where are we? Ryan has a bunch of questions for us. This is a new Ryan. I don't know, we haven't had this Ryan before. When you watch movies or TV show, do you get frustrated about unrealistic dialogue that I do? Like I do. I think I have shown tonight that yes, I do. I get frustrated anytime I watch a movie or TV show and there's like a, a situation where somebody gets mad or upset at somebody and if the other person would just explain it, mm-hmm. it'd be like, oh. And, and, and it would have been over. But instead, they like let people leave the room kind of stuff. Let me tell you, that, the that best, kind of crap the gets best example nerve. of this is, is uh, Batman versus Superman. At, when they have the fight, Superman shows up. If he just says, hey, Lex has kidnapped my mother, and unless I kill you, he's going to take it. we got to figure something out to help my mom. Batman at that point is going to go, okay. You know, he, he would help. <laughs> yeah. But he doesn't, he doesn't do it. Superman comes, tries to come at him too strong, and Batman's having none of it. That movie kills me, by the way. Oh, it's the it is the most. It's so frustrating to watch that movie. Could have been the greatest movie. It could have it could have destroyed every box office record, and they and they blew it. It's the biggest flop to me in cinema. It's, it's my lifetime. It's unbelievable. Because it was, and I know that's because of how much I anticipated it going yeah, in. Yeah. And it came not even into the same universe of my expectations. Yeah. No, you're right. It was terrible. I've never watched it since I left the theater. I, I've not watched it a second time. No, you're right. Uh, let's see here. What? Sorry, I'm typing them out here. Uh, in your opinion, what is the best Christopher Nolan film? His is Inception. Inception is very good, but The Dark Knight yeah, is the answer for me. It's not really even close. Mm-mm. I love The Dark Knight. It's my The Dark Knight might actually be my favorite movie overall. Ah, uh, where are we here? Another one from Ryan. What is your favorite movie made in Mississippi? 
Maybe our brother Arthur. Yeah, that's, that's, that's probably my, my answer. Yeah, A Time to Kill is very good. Uh, Mississippi Burning is a good movie, but it's not, you know, I don't just like, sit down and like, hey, let's watch Mississippi Burning. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, but I, I, yeah, I think that's probably the one. His old brother were art though. Especially, like I said, as, you know, I have a connection to that movie. Um, last one from Ryan. With CGI getting more and more realistic, do you see a time where there are no more live action human actors? I don't think so. Not in our lifetime, anyway. No, I don't think so either. I don't think so either. Uh, let's see here. I mean, I could see where there's no longer need for like stunt doubles and things like that. Maybe if you, you know, if you can do dangerous stuff and make it look exactly the way it should electronically, there's no need to risk anybody's life. Right. Yeah, that I agree with. But acting is. I mean, there's there's a human element to it. You know. I mean, I, I can't. I can't. As 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 good as those animated movies are, some of them convey real emotion. It's it's still not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. Uh, Kurt says, rank the six Rocky movies using the following method. Are they worth full price, matinee price, video rental price, dollar kiosk price, not worth watching? This is very simple for me. The first four are all full price. Rocky Five is not worth watching. In fact, it never <laughs> happened. It did not happen. Rocky Balboa is worth... Uh, Matinee price. That's a good movie. I, I, you know, I never have seen the. You haven't seen Rocky Balboa? Mm-mm. You seen Creed? Mm-mm. Ooh, Creed's good. Creed is really, really good. I hadn't seen the newer versions. Uh, Hayes Brooks, our our pig cooking friend, wants us to rank Chris Farley's movies: Tommy Boy, Black Sheep, Beverly Hills Ninja, and Almost Heroes. I don't think I saw Almost Heroes. Oh man, Almost Heroes is really funny. That's him and uh, Matthew Perry. Yeah, I didn't see that. And they, they are 18th century explorers <laughs> trying to get to the West Coast before Lewis and Clark. <laughs> and it is really, really... Fu- that's an underrated movie. It's really, really funny. Uh, I, I would actually rank it second behind Tommy Boy. Yeah, Tommy Boy, to me, is the slam dunk T- one. Tommy Boy is way ahead of um, the run. Then I, I think would, for me, Beverly Hills Ninja, maybe. Really? Over yeah. Black Sheep? Yeah, okay. I, like, I like Beverly Hills Ninja. Okay. What was Farley's best minor role? I, I think this is the pretty, uh, Billy Madison, the bus driver. Yeah, Billy bus Madison. driver. It's yeah. hilarious. And his best skit during his <laughs> SNL run. Not a, Got it. Oh, woohoo! No, you didn't. <laughs> but you can you can imagine what it would be like, huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Everybody on the bus. I'll turn around. and end your precious little field trip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is the old '96er from the Great Outdoors the best food challenge in a movie? I'm trying to think of another food challenge in a movie. <laughs> no, it might just stand alone. The old 96er. I love that scene. So, first, The Great Outdoors is a tremendously underrated movie. <laughs> it still holds up. It is really, really funny. It has one of my... another. That's another quote I got to bring to the show afterwards. Hold on. Let me... I need to write these down. Hold on. Let me, let me bring this up here. Quotes I need to give to Joel here. <laughs> So, Great Outdoors. What was the other one? I can't remember now. I have to go back through the thing. All right. Uh, <laughs> but that said, the scene in the old the old 96er, first off, the chef comes out to watch the whole thing. I don't know who's cooking while he's out there. <laughs> Second, he is covered in blood. 
Like he hacked the cow to death himself. <laughs> but when he looks at him and goes, he's not finished yet. And, and Aykroyd goes, there's nothing left on that plate but fat and gristle. And he just smiles like, <laughs> oh, it just kills me. Like, no problem. If I, if I get a couple of desserts down him, can we get some t-shirts for the kids? Ah, the Great Outdoors is such a funny damn movie. Uh, quote the raccoons from the movie. I can't do that on the air, as you as you well know. I, although that's another quote from the Great Outdoors, I, and you know I use that quote a lot when I describe hot dogs. You know what it is? All right, I'm gonna say it on the air. Curse word coming. Profanity income. It's coming in. Here we go. The raccoons are like, and 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 Roman says it too. He's like, you know, Mister Big Spender over there. He wanted to have his hot dogs, and you know what? You know what's in those, right? Lips and assholes. <laughs> I say that all the time. Everybody's like, you want a hot dog? Like, you know what's in a hot dog? I say it all the time. I don't eat hot dogs. You know why? That's why. <laughs> You've told me that before. I just... Yeah. I don't eat, I don't eat hot dogs. All right. Uh, Hopefully no more profanity right this yeah. second. You got to put the E up by the thunder and lightning. <laughs> TVMA. Yeah. Uh, some more from Ryan here. What movies can you watch over and over? Mine are The Patriot and Apollo 13. That's two of mine. If those t- movies are on TV, I will watch them. Roadhouse. Yeah. The Blues Brothers. Major League. Major League. Happy um, Gilmore's another one I can watch over and over. Point Break is one I if Point Break is on, I will watch it. Um trying to think. Any like any Steven Seagal movie prior to him becoming a fat person, I will watch. <laughs> so, you know, Above the Law, Out for Justice. Hard to Kill, I will watch those. Any Van Damme movie prior to like 2000, I probably will watch that. My favorite Van Damme movie other than Bloodsport is Double Impact. Why? Because there were two of them, so there's double the Van Damage. That's one of the best taglines in movie, double the Van Damage. I... That's a great movie. Top Gun's another one that's on Top a lot. Top Gun is a movie, and I, will and I will leave it on the. Anytime I'm flipping through, if it's on, Days I just of leave Thunder it there. is one yeah. of those. Forrest Gump is. A, I, there's no. There's no. There's no shortage of movies I will watch over and over again. Ryan says, "Why was Rose so selfish? There was room for Jack on the door." Uh, preaching to the choir, man. It will be forever one of life's greatest questions. Why? Why didn't Jack tell her? No, I'm getting on the door. Yeah, I can, I, I'm getting on the door. This is going to happen. <laughs> we'll, we'll argue about it when I'm on the door. Yeah. Patton Paris, if you could live out any movie, what would it be? Ooh. See, I don't want to be, like, considered dumb, but Forrest Gump lived a hell of a life. Yeah. Huh? That would be, you know, something that, that would be interesting. Um you know, the Wolf of Wall Street, that would be an interesting guy to live out his life, you know? I mean, I hate to go in reverse here, but being Frank Dukes and being the baddest man on the planet yeah. and kicking everybody's tail. Yeah, if that movie was cool. real. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Hold on a second. I'm trying to... Sort of lost where I was there. Okay. Uh, Ryan says... Dang it, Ryan. Now I may have to block you on Twitter. You know, though, going back a minute. Yeah. If you could be, uh, I can't even remember his name now, uh, Ben Affleck's character on Armageddon. Just think, if you went to the asteroid and you literally saved humanity. Yeah, that'd be a I good mean, one to have. And, and, like, for the rest of your life, you would walk this planet and people would look at you like and saved. say, he literally saved the world. Yeah, that's a good life to live. Yeah. How about the same token? 
Bruce Willis's character, because now you're talking about, you know, the guys who came back, legends, right? Yeah. Bruce Willis is immortal at that point. Yeah. He. This is going to. But you also die well, and don't get maybe, to know that. No, you know it. He knew when he died. He's like, <laughs> they'll remember me forever. Sure. Honestly, and this call it blasphemous or you're not in a real. If this is real life, if that was actually happening and that story really happened, and the guy who saved us killed had to die to save us. He's on the same level almost as Jesus. He is almost on the same level. All right? I mean, he, sa- he literally, literally, saved the planet, planet. literally saved the world from imminent destruction. <laughs> I mean, there's probably some, they, some religion. They will talk about him until the day civilization. What was his it was Harry Stamper. Harry Stamper. Was his name? Harry, Harry Stamper. Stamper will be talked about will be remembered until the end of time. I mean, there would have, you're right, there'd probably be some religion stamperism or something. I mean, he would have monuments. There would be a giant Statue of Liberty-sized thing of him in his hometown somewhere. <laughs> there's no, I mean, there's no question about it. So, yeah. That's a, that's a hairy state. And, and then you go, I mean, it's probably painless. You're in a nuclear, expl- you're at the, 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 the epicenter of a nuclear explosion. Dude, you're vaporized instantly. You didn't feel anything. You're talking about this like if you got offered this opportunity tomorrow, you would take it. <laughs> it would be a tough... I like to think... Think about it, though. If you're... You get to... If you're like, look, the world's going to end, but you can stop it. I mean, don't you have to at least think about it? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you know? I mean, you absolutely think about it because in his instance... He didn't I think mean, he was going to die going up. Because I'll be honest, like this, this seems like a selfish thing to say. I don't mean it that way because you know that you're saving everybody... But when you push that button, who are you thinking about? Yeah. He was thinking about his little girl. Yeah. He was thinking about, yeah. you win, Gracie. Like, we win. Gra-. He was he was doing it for everybody, but at the top of that list was his little girl. No, no, there's no doubt about it. And, and so, when you think of it, you're not just... You're doing this for your family, too. Yeah. yeah. So, it, on, he, on top... The of, ultimate sacrifice. Great American. Also, there's a funny scene where he's, when, when, when he gives them the list of demands... Oh like, yeah, and they never want to pay like taxes, taxes ever. ever. <laughs> what wants to stay in the wit horse? <laughs> White house. Yeah, and, and uh, chicks wanting the like the full emperor's package at Caesar's palace. Oh, that would be me. Like I want a week in Vegas, all expenses paid. Uh, Ryan wants to get on my bad side here. Wait, what was the one where he? T- it may have been the tax thing where he turns around to him and he's like. No, yeah. it's not, not going to happen. Like, no, that, no, that was the one where he's like, they want to know, can you tell us who really killed Kennedy? Oh, yeah. 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 Like, eh. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ryan getting on my bad side here. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie because Christmas is not an essential part of the movie. The movie would still make sense if John McClane, McClane attended any other party at his wife's work. Thoughts? Well, first thought is I'm going to block you on Twitter, Ryan. This is ridiculous. Uh, Die Hard is a Christmas movie because it happens at Christmas. All right, saying what you're saying here. Okay, let's go with it like this: Star Wars isn't really a science fiction movie; it just happens to take place in space. I mean, if you just made that movie about you know a castle here on Earth and a bunch of knights and some wizards, it's the same movie. It's not the same movie. The movie takes place at Christmas. All right, yeah. Period. It's a Christmas movie. I will hear no more yeah. die-hard blasphemy. I mean, like like Home Alone, they could have went on a summer vacation. And exactly. Left him at home. It's not. It's but Christmas. it's a Christmas movie because they left at Christmas. At Christmas. Christmas. Um, where are we here? Steven Sprawberry. Favorite movie? I don't know if we can do favorite movie and favorite quote, but we'll do our best here. What is your favorite action movie? I think I said mine. 
favorite action movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, what was yours? The Predator. The Predator. Predator. I mean, is, is Bloodsport action yeah, movie? Well, absolutely. Then, it's my, then it's my favorite action okay. movie. Comedy. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Forrest Gump kind of hits on a lot of these. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have like a war scene. You have comedy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why. That's why it's it's just a movie. To yeah. Me. It's it's a great movie. Favorite comedy, probably. I, I like old school. I, I might I might go with Animal House though. Actually, that might be my favorite. My favorite. If I had to pick a, uh, there's a, okay a quote from from Predator. It's probably I ain't got time to bleed. Do you have, do you have a blood hurt blood blood sport quote you like? I have one. What the hell is a dim mock? <laughs> I love that. It's like, what the hell is a d- that? And uh, uh, you are next. Yeah, <laughs> Chong Lee, man. Uh, from and that's always whenever whenever it's on a network, wherever there's commercials, there's mm-hmm. always a commercial right after you are next. Yeah, uh, every time f- for comedy, it's not a quote. But I always laugh when they show the picture of Fab- of Faber College and the slogan is "Knowledge is good." It makes me laugh every time. <laughs> Favorite horror movie? Uh, I really used. To, some of this may just be tied back to childhood a little bit because you some things just stick in your mind. My favorite horror movie is probably the first Halloween. That's a good choice. Yeah. Um, but another one that is probably nobody would put there: the first Scream. I really liked the first Scream when it came. I was like 12, and I thought it was one of the more spooky, try to figure it out, mystery. Like every, I really liked the first Scream. But, right. but I, I would go with the original Halloween. Right. Go with The Shining. There's no good quotes in the Halloween because Michael Myers doesn't say anything. No, but you know, one reason why the Hall- why Halloween is so darn good mm-hmm. is because it could realistically He's, He is happen. the most realistic of those of the obviously Freddy can't be realistic and I don't think Jason is either. Yeah. Michael Myers there are Michael Myers out there. Yes. Yeah. Escape from a mental institution and just, just want complete sociopaths. And yeah. just enjoy enjoy killing. killing. Yeah. Favorite quote from the from The Shining where he goes, uh Wendy, darling, love of my life, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. <laughs> I can't say the next part. Uh favorite science fiction movie. I think I've already said it's the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah. I, I, how do you top that? You, you don't. Uh, favorite quote from that. Um. Oh, it's it's Hansel. Who's scruffy looking? <laughs> that makes me laugh every time. I don't know why. Uh, favorite adventure movie. I what? mean, Empire Strikes Back has the maybe the most famous quote in cinema history. Yeah, arguably. Well, there was a thread on Six Packs Peak. Six Packs Peak the other day about. Best twist ending to a movie, and nobody said Empire, so I jumped in there. Like nobody saw that coming. You know the thing about it; it's tough for me to say that because I was a late adopter to start. Like I already, oh, already knew, knew the twist oh, was I, coming. I did not, did not know. Like seven year old Brian, like what? Uh favorite adventure movie. Uh, see, or like I don't know if uh, like. I, I don't think it's. I don't consider Lord of the Rings science fiction, so I would say that those, those like Return of the King is probably the answer for me. Yeah, well, if that's a, that's adventure. Yeah, I would. And for a quote, it's not even. I'm not even the whole thing, but they had in speech before the charge of the Rohirrim. If that doesn't get you fired up, and there's actually there is a quote in there where he says, 
where it's where Aragorn and and Legolas and uh, Gimli go into the uh, the Valley of the Death, mm-hmm. the dead, and uh, one of the one of the the men from Rohan says, you know, too few have come. We cannot defeat the forces of Mordor. And Theoden says, no, we cannot. But we will meet them in battle nonetheless. Like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> Favorite Western? This one's easy for me. What about you? I don't. Oh, you're gonna feel bad when Western I tell guy. you. You're gonna feel bad when I tell you the answer. Tombstone. And man, picking a quote out of that one is tough. You know, though, other than Tombstone, I mean, I was never a, my, my, my dad sits there and still watches Western oh, stuff. Yeah. And stuff, but I, I don't. I'm not really I've into like the old John Wayne yeah. movies. I'll, I'll watch them, but but yeah, but Tombstone is one of my favorite movies ever, and that actually might be my top five now that I think about it. If I had to pick one quote, probably where he says, uh, "It's probably the scene where uh, they're playing poker," and. Uh, and uh, Doc wins like another hand, and he looks at Ike, and he says, "Maybe poker's just not your game." I know. Let's have a spelling contest. <laughs> That's freaking great. I love that. That's a great, great line. Crime movie, The Godfather. Easy for me. And I'm not gonna. My favorite quotes in there. There's too numerous to list. I, I mean, see, like crime. Oh, I know. I like Speed. It's speed, a crime movie. It's a crime movie. Yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, you threw a quote from that at me the other day. I did. I did. Haven Cox, what is your favorite Tarantino movie? Do you have one? No. Really? Not one? Yeah. I mean. Um, it's It's probably Pulp Fiction. But I really like Django Unchained. I've only seen it once, though. But it, it's it's just so good. Um, that could have been a DiCaprio movie if you really wanted to go that route. And what would, his final film? What would you like it to be about? Ooh, I wouldn't mind them like tying up some of the loose ends from like Pulp Fiction. Whatever happened to Butch? I don't know. Or maybe from Reservoir Dogs. Like a prequel to Reservoir Dogs would be cool, but I don't know. Uh, let's see here. We're almost there. All right, uh, Glenn Duncan says, Hey, Fat Jesus. Hey, thanks. Let me hear you and Coleman repeat the most famous line in Top Gun. Well, what is what is it? I'll tell you what, I think I know what he wants. And I, you just have, I, when I say it, you're going to know what to say. You ready? I feel the need, the, the need, need for, for speed. speed. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brad Haynes wants a bunch of Mount Rushmores. I'm not doing four Mount Rushmores. We'll do one. I'll let you pick. Actors, actresses, movies, directors. We've already sort of done movies. Actors. Actors, okay. Are we doing, like, personal yeah, Mount sure. Rushmore? Sure. Tom Hanks. Okay. Denzel. Okay. Um, I'll probably put Bruce Willis on mine. Okay. That's three. Um... Let's see. Who do I want to leave that four spot to? You do yours and see if there's anybody on there I want to put in that four spot. Pacino and De Niro are both for me. Um, Kurt Russell. I love Kurt Russell. One of the baddest men ever. And... I'll go with Denzel. Yeah. I'm not I'm not really intrigued by any of your, your other ones. Not Pacino or De Niro? Yeah, I mean... 
Oh my god. Those are some it's of the greatest okay. movies ever. They are technically both in what is considered to be the greatest movie ever. Yeah, God bother too. they are. No. I'm a little, you know, younger than you, though. That's true. But Trying still, classics are classics. <laughs> Christian Bale's really darn good. Yeah. And, and not just in, you know... Have you seen American Psycho? No, I've not seen American Psycho. You should Psycho. watch that. <laughs> uh, I'll... Just for purposes of keeping it moving right. right now. So well, we only got one more question here, and that's from our friend Alexandra Watson. What movie do you love to hate? I think I mentioned mine earlier. I hate Superbad. I think that's a really bad movie. I don't enjoy it. There's another one, too. I'll let you get you one out, though. I mean, I guess I'm too... I, I pro, I'm a terrible podcaster because I'm too indifferent. Like I, You are. It's just ridiculous. Get out. Yeah, You're fired. Yeah. Well, one less thing I got to do every night, yeah. guys. See y'all. No. Anyway. I don't know. I mean, I think I think you're going to agree with my other one here, Moneyball. I hate that movie. I'm not and a big it is fan. So of it. again, we need the sports guy in there. And I've heard I've never read the book, but I've heard the book the same way. People act like the at that A's team won because Scott Hatterberg and Chad Bradford did all this stuff. All right, that A's team was loaded. They had Hudson, Zito, and Mulder. That was their rotation. They had Miguel Chavez. Uh, who won the AL MVP that year? Tejada. Tejada. I'm sorry. Who am I thinking? I, mean, I combined two people. <laughs> they had Eric Chavez. Yeah. <coughs> As it came out of my mouth, I was like, "That doesn't sound right." <laughs> I knew you would correct me. Miguel Tejada. He won the AL MVP that year. He had 47 home runs. Chavez hit 30. That team was loaded. Yeah, they lost Giambi and Isringhausen and those guys, but they were still the best team in the American League, probably. And they make it out like that science. Did. No, they just they have been crappy for so long. They had a lot of good players, and now you know they've still had them. That drives me insane. <laughs> the way they just they don't mention Mulder, Zito, Hudson, Chavez, or Tejada in that movie. Like David Justice carried them to the AL West. <laughs> drives me insane. Can't stand it. And I like Brad Pitt. I think his performance is really good in that movie, but. The whole concept of it just drives me nuts. Like, and I believe in Moneyball. I believe in analytics and things like that. But they just, they just. No. I'll tell you another one along those lines. And again, it's a Kevin Costner movie. You, have you ever seen Draft Day? No, I, I refuse. I, it's, 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 it's too much. <laughs> it's. You should watch it just because I want to see your reaction after watching it. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll give it a look. So, all right, that's it for today. A lot of questions today. This might be a record long podcast. I'm not sure. Uh, tomorrow's show, Derek Zimmerman is going to join us tomorrow, and we're going to recap. We're going to recap the Kentucky game from 2002, that tremendous comeback. But I may want to go a little deeper with him. We may do sort of a deep dive on the Stansberry era. Actually, no, I'll tell you that—that's Friday show. My mistake. But uh, yeah, tomorrow's show, we'll set up the Final Four, Final Four of the Bulldog bracket. So that's Friday. That's Thursday, and then Friday show. Maybe like a, like a deep dive into the Stansberry era a little bit. I want to talk about that because it is it is one of the most interesting times in MSU history. And depending on who you talk to, you can get a wildly different opinion on it. Yeah. So we'll talk about that on Friday show. Guys, have a great uh, Wednesday. Back with you on Thursday for Joel Woo. T. Coleman. Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi.
Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.